0: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. We've been taught that having negative emotions is bad, but feeling angry, sad, or overwhelmed is normal. Visit betterhelp.com allies and learn to process those difficult emotions.
1: Hello, welcome to the Easy Allies Podcast, coming to you from Los Angeles, California. I'm your moderator, Daniel Bloodworth. This week, I'm joined by Michael Huber. Greetings. Michael Damiani. Joe Yankees. (laughs) Whoa. You you chose violence.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That reaction was
3: great. Yo, Yankees, no coral. You know I only have one coral in baseball. There's only one. Who's and, your coral? Oh, here we go. Oh boy, I don't want. Let's let's move on.
2: Let's <laughs> move on. Sports podcast. Let's, let's go. Baby. Keep the it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. Keep it going. The Marlins. <laughs> Is that baseball? <laughs> even? On. Oh, I'm
1: man. making it all happen in our control room. Isla Hink and Don Casanova.
0: Hello, coming to you from the control room. Don, say hi. Hello. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. That sounded like a, he was. Uh, there. prove it. Oh, <laughs> <and home>. oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Friends, we're here to discuss some of the biggest headlines in video games this week. But before we do that, we must answer for the mistakes we made in the last episode.
3: Pay for your sins.
1: Isla, begin corrections music, please. Gotta balance those scales. Boop. (laughs) Uh, I said at one point that Crytek has time splitters now, which is not the case. Uh, But a bit of a history lesson I went down. Uh, So in 1999... Uh, Goldeneye staff left Rare and formed Free Radical Design, who, yeah. c- who created Time Splitters. Yeah. About ten years later, Crytek bought Free Radical and renamed it to Crytek UK, oh. which is where I, you know, had that of that course. mistake from. Of course. Uh, in 2014, Crytek sold Homefront: The Revolution to Deep Silver. <laughs> Crytek UK that. closed, and the same day, the staff transferred over to a new studio called Dambuster. However, at the time, Crytek still had the Time Splitters IP. Then in 2018, Deep Silver also picked up Time Splitters. And then last year, Free Radical Design was reformed as a new studio to work on the next Time Splitters game. I think Dambuster's still wow. off doing its own other things.
3: I'm waiting for Embracer to insert <laughs>
1: themselves into yeah. this. And if you haven't been keeping up, Deep Silver has also been part of the Embracer group since 2018.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's only a matter of time.
1: Always. Uh, Isla, the Luigi Hate Eyes clip wasn't originally from a trailer. Oh. That was just a replay shot a player uploaded that blew up and went viral. Oh, funny. The original upload has 377,000 views. The upload where somebody added Riding Dirty has 7.8 million views. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. Yeah. laughs> yeah. wow. We talked about the possibility of Crystal Dynamics remaking the original Tomb Raider. But we neglected to mention that Tomb Raider Anniversary already exists, Mm -hmm. Uh, albeit that was back in 2007. Uh, And then Huber, Uh, Gunfire Games did work on Darksiders, but not Darksiders Genesis. They did Darksiders 3, and more recently, Remnant from the Ashes. Yes.
3: Cool game, Remnant from the Ashes. We streamed that. Mm -hmm. The game is sick.
1: And if you have a correction... Leave it in the YouTube comments on either the public version or the patron version. Uh, use the word correction and put a timestamp there so I remember what the heck we were talking about. That's, that's actually one of the biggest things because it's easier for me to research the fact check <laughs> than it is to figure out where we said That's thing. funny. That's funny. And corrections music.
3: A boob. Remnant sequel when. Let's go.
1: The movie?
3: Right up from the ashes.
1: Oh. Yeah. So Huber, we've been waiting a bit to see some uh some Gotham games. Yes. And uh we got a look at uh Gotham Knights this week. Yes. Warner Brothers uh revealed fresh gameplay of Nightwing and Red Hood, uh including co-op play. Mm-hmm. And looking a little rough. Looking a little rough. Yeah. Looking
3: a little rough. I remain... Hopeful, I yeah. remain hopeful.
1: Um, we're going to show some of the footage here. Not, It's not going to match up with everything we say, but just so you know, we're going to put a little bit on screen. So you see what we were talking about.
3: Yeah, I remain hopeful. A lot of my fears that I have going into this game, like this trailer kind of reaffirmed those fears. Mm. Uh, one of them is just the co-op nature of it. My biggest fear and what the trailer showed was just like two people going in and just... Fighting everyone, you know, there's no right. sense of like coordination or them stealthily going in and like picking off targets,
1: right? They, they did show stealth, some stealth, but not together,
3: not together, and like that's so worrisome because that's kind of the big selling point of this. And then, and then the other thing too is the co op aspect of it is is another selling point, you know. We just had not just, but we had four Arkham games, it's nice to mix it up. I don't really count the Blackgate one. There's five
1: games, but technically four. And it's the VR one too.
3: The VR one too. Yeah, okay, so four main ones, like two spin-offs. <laughs> Thank you, Blood. And so the co-op aspect is like, oh, cool, something different. But then down the line, it's like, well, it's Suicide Squad's co-op too. So that's kind of taking away yeah. a little bit from Gotham Knights. There's just so much against it. It's not in the Arkham universe. And all it's this Very weird much stuff. not. Yeah. That's
1: one thing that I really like st- stood out to me right away was Gotham looks very, very different. Yeah. It looks I mean, it looks kind of like LA. It looks like kinda of like just yeah. like a regular modern office buildings like G C P D. As soon as I yeah. saw that logo up there, I was like, that's the G
4: C P D?
3: And the loot looked just um, so uninspired. The costumes they showed were not great. Just it's got a lot going up against it.
2: Yeah. As you said about the city, I I thought they got kind of the atmosphere. I mean, it was nighttime, but like, I thought the the traversal of the city looked nice. And then, like, the indoors looked fine. Yeah. It was just everything else you talked about. I mean, the combat, especially nowadays, like, this may have been okay maybe like 10, 15 years ago. But coming off of like Spider Man and Miles Morales, like, the combat Mm -hmm. in that compared to this. And it's like,
3: "Mm, and it's funny
2: because like Spider Man took. Mm-hmm. The Arkham combat. Yep. Right. And just, an, you know? Yep. Uh, and then <sighs> your thing about like loot, like just seeing the menus when they went to the crafting yeah. table and then showing bad. like, a bad menu. I was like, the look of it, and it's like the overwhelming amount of numbers all over the place. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. this does not belong here. This feels right. so wrong right blueprints. now.
1: Blueprints. Yeah. Yeah. Where and why are you getting mm-hmm. blueprints?
3: Such a big yeah. part of the Arkham games, too, is just like getting in that world. They're so
1: mm-hmm. immersive. That's
3: another thing that's harder to get into when you're doing co-op kind of had like the stakes of the
2: story yeah they tried to show off like that the, the the combo cool. attack to be like oh there'll be like those opportune moments mm-hmm. but everything else i'm curious huber because you're you take this very seriously about impact yeah. of combat i was not feeling like any of the hits no. were doing anything it's really, sorry i know it's a gun mm-hmm. but red hood shooting things is like it looked like When Dante spams his gun, the devil may cry. It's like there's no impact. It's funny looking. It's like no.
3: And then they've got like it's a game, cool, but it's like he fires non-lethal rounds. Then you have the the armor-piercing rounds will go through them,
1: right? And it's like just weird stuff. Yeah, a lot of comments uh, were were (laughs) on that. Yeah, and just you have piercing non-lethal. What? How do those two go together? They don't totally.
3: And just from like the ground up, like the combat. You know the free flow combat just seems to be completely gone and, and different. You don't see any counters. You know, here's the thing: the combo so, seems so float. It seems more of a brawler than like the free flow combat. That that
1: I, I feel in some way that that stuff is there, but they did a bad job showing it. But because yeah. there were multiple points where I just felt like this guy just is just clunky with with the controls mm-hmm. and. You know when you're talking about no counters. Yeah, they had this whole thing. I because you see it on the, the the big boy later on. Yeah, but I rewatched it and there's like there's always like this little circle yeah. around the thing that's gonna hit you.
3: So I'm like, was it dodge? They kept dodging that. Yeah. Right. It looked. But like- I
1: I feel like that that has to be part of a counter system. Otherwise, it's yeah. just pointless to highlight it Like, that yeah, way. or
2: you target a part of their body. Like, you target, like, the weapon. Like, yeah, yeah. they didn't explain it that. so you left It confused. was weird. And it yeah. looked,
1: yeah, visually did not communicate that. And they also were like jumping around like crazy with Nightwing just to, like, emphasize Thank these acrobatics. Thank you.
2: Yeah. The, 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 we did, like, four backflips <laughs> yeah. unnecessarily. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what? I was yeah. like, okay, they play like me. I'm just going to keep spamming dodge the whole time. But I don't think that looks good in a trailer unveiling your combat system, man. I was like, you should be doing, like, like, what's the purpose of this? It's like, oh, they probably worked hard on these animations. I'm like, that still looks kind of Steph. Jeez. I I
1: think the other thing going back to co-op is they kind of they showed that one scene, right, where they were in the co-op co-op combat. Yeah. But I don't feel like we got a good sense of like how does this play out? Mm -hmm. Because it sounds like every character has like their own separate storyline. Yeah. So if you're playing as Red Hood and I'm playing as Nightwing how are we in this yeah. world doing missions at mm-hmm. the same time or together or how is that information yeah. going to be relayed to each other? But then the thing with the Court of Owls, like you saw like, oh, here it is. Which was cool. If Nightwing, like, it's like this. If Red Hood does it, it's like this. Yeah. It it makes it actually less clear to me yeah. how that all is supposed to fit together.
3: It's like it might all, it might be easier if it's just open world mission co-op where you can like grind it out and just team up and then maybe like the big Port of Al, yeah. like, dungeon-type missions or single player. Like, I don't know. Maybe they've said that in a press release or interviews. I've, I've missed that. Uh, but, yeah. Very I'm yeah. hopeful. I'm hopeful. It's WB Montreal. Like, Arkham Origins is a really awesome video game. Uh, the shotguns can, kind of, like, break it. That's a whole conversation for <laughs> another time. But the- I remain hopeful, but I'm very cautious about yeah. this I, mm-hmm. I did not like what i saw and i think well i think I, it, it lowered my hype and my expectations yeah for okay. sure for sure yeah
1: i think to me another one of the things in there is the traversal and they did in the scene with the motorcycle oh gosh like that that was really quick and simple so it's kind of hard to see like how that would play out over long term but it felt kind of to me it felt like when you uh when you tackle a car in Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. So you just kind of go up real quick and do the quick time event, it and yeah. it's over. Looked cool, but then oh, Red Hood does, does when it
3: like <laughs> when he launches it. I was like,
2: oh, that's kind of cool. Oh, I thought like the chase part of it looked bad. Yeah, he's running part, off all the explosives part, and like nothing. For sure, happening. Oh, oh, right. all, all the build up to it. And I, my, I, when I watched, it, I thought he was like, w- "Why is there streaks coming from his bike? Like making it look like he's going fast. It looks like he's driving ten miles an hour right now. It looks so slow." And I was like, "This is, this whole sequence is gonna be a quick time event, isn't it?" And yeah, it does the spider thing just yep. they didn't want to show it? It's yeah. like I don't even know if that's a traversal thing or that I thought it was. How it was presented, I thought it was like the start of a mission or something that Mm -hmm. you're just chasing down someone. So will you be able to use a motorcycle going across or are you just going to use like the other traversal stuff? I feel like
1: you should be able to. I hope you do, but I mean. But uh, but what I was getting to is at the end of that, um, he does have, like, a grapple mm. launcher thing, too, yeah. so, similar to Batman, so that's nice. He yeah. had a huge because range the, on it. The other things both look Redwood, red, like,
3: floating with mystical powers, I'm like, oh, what? Yeah. That step
2: yeah. thing was sick.
4: What?
2: <laughs> that was cool. I you like that?
1: that. I've, I've... It I mean the ability is weird. cool lore but is I don't like, know about lore wise if you know it fits what? in but like
2: just being able to do that's kind of cool yeah, but I was yeah. like uh this is, wait wait is this like yeah. is this like Doctor Strange shit like what yeah. is like I know it's MCU but this is mo- this is the wrong universe this is, this is this is this WB what's going on
1: here And one of the well one of the first things that caught me off guard too was the Nightwing Fortnite glider Oh yeah cuz it just materializes it's out of nowhere energy. and oh, it yeah. just I don't I don't it. understand it because what? In the Arkham games, like, everything, you know, even even if they do have some crazy explanation for it, like, it feels like a physical, structural mm-hmm. thing Batman might have on his utility belt or whatever. And when he glides, you know, maybe it doesn't make sense, but, like, at least it's, there's a sense that it's just a part of his cape. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, I, I like when frame by frame on that, that Nightwing glider... And I, I, like, I don't understand. Where does it come from? I don't understand. It just it's just material. Maybe it's cloaked. The game's in Maybe a simulation. You're in a simulation. <laughs> Maybe bro. it's like a cloaked drone, and then when you need it... There it you like, go. And or then the the big one, the fast travel <laughs> the one, fast later...
2: Fat. It's called the fast the, fat.
1: That was odd, too, because it's like, are there specific places that you... Can only fast travel to I, because he then took like a minute of yeah. gliding to get where he needed it's to be.
2: Probably, yeah, he just drops you in. It's probably a cutscene that drops you in because it's like, wait, if you just have that, just yeah. drop anywhere. Why are you even, gl- yeah, why would you glide yeah. then? Like, what? So it must be fixed points because when they went to that terminal, yeah, to see like the points of interest, I imagine like those things are where you could do like the fast, yeah. Path. I like the
3: belfry, I like a hub area, it's yeah. good, you know, yeah. I love the the bat cave and it, it's always like underutilized. not the best like
1: conversation to
3: show? Not the best conversation. Yeah.
1: I think that in context it might be a little bit better but it's just there's just so much, there's this weird like long pauses and awkwardness mm-hmm. in that moment which is yeah. part of what the characters are going through. I get that. Yeah. Just in the middle of everything else it just felt like a strange turn.
3: Yeah. And I like the the Court of part at the end. It was a cool tone. Love the Court of vowels. It's such a good story. I hope they do it justice. Um... That's it. That's all I got on it. I'm hopeful, but I'm a little worried.
1: Yeah. Oh, I think the other last little note that I had on the combat was um, it feels like like the AI isn't quite sure what it's supposed to do yet. Because yeah. you were saying oh, that like it they're looks standing like around, one at a time. Yes. but I saw that there were times that they were trying to attack, and it was just like they were just like a little bit too slow yeah. before yeah. the player caught up to them.
2: You yeah. Know? the the final Red Hood battle, like let's see how yeah. you said like a sale Red Hood does this fight. Literally, dudes with guns pointed at him for like one, two, yeah. three, like not shooting him it's while like, he's not engaged with them. So it's yeah. like, wait, w-
3: it really feels like one. But of the time someone I'm caught like on
2: them. one of them. It's like it was on like super easy or something. The difficulty uh, okay. was like on the easiest Easies, setting is, apparently. Yeah. So maybe on harder difficulties, yeah. they they react a little bit faster. Because man, that was a
1: uh, yeah. Well, I saw one enemy that kind of like they sort of like turned the other way, like. Clearly, like, it just, like, an AI, like, mismatch towards, you know, you're going towards them, and then they turned away from you, and then kind of turned back. So, stuff like that, it's like, I wonder, yeah, yeah. it just needs just a little bit more of that polish time.
3: Yeah. It's like, part of me feels like it's not fair, but it totally is fair to compare it to the Arkham games, because it's like, they're clearly not trying to be an Arkham game, but it's like, dude, it's a Batman game from WB Montreal, like... Well, Batman's not in it. Yeah, but it's bat Batman, like, Bat family game, you know? And it has so, to feel
1: at least as good, yeah.
3: Yeah, so the comparisons, I think, are so fair. But also the other, the other side of, like, yo, it is trying to be really different than those previous games. So I want to give them the benefit of the doubt there. But what they showed this time around was pretty underwhelming.
1: The other thing that came out with this announcement is... Uh...
3: That was it. I knew somebody was on the tip. Last
1: gen. Yeah. Got cut. Yeah. No more last gen version of this game. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting because it, you know, it really makes me think back to Cyberpunk. Uh, Brandon K. Gann wrote into Love and Respect about this. I just, th- I'm going to throw it here instead. Mm-hmm. But it's like he was asking, like, is this a sign that it's time for this yeah. last gen to start phasing out?
3: Yeah. Absolutely. Um, do we know what the deal is with Starfield yet? I guess we'll find out soon. Is Starfield... Uh, well, they just delayed it today. They delayed it. I wonder if it'll be... Because, you know, the Xbox is so good about, like, yo, any any Xbox, you can play Oh, it. sure. So I wonder, like, if, like, if Starfield is, like, yo, current-gen only, that, to me, would signal the end of... Right. <laughs> ...cross-gen. But that sucks for past-gen owners who really want to play this game, obviously, but I'm sure the current-gen version of Gotham Knights now will be better because of this. But right. that is a bummer for anyone that still hasn't got a new system that wants to play that. Yeah.
1: Well, particularly because there's not a whole lot of options. Yeah. <laughs> you can't get a new system, at, yeah. you know, unless you try really, really hard. So. Well, I mean, I thought something that said
2: Xboxes were getting easier to find. Yeah. But, I mean, who knows? Like, don't think that's true yet for maybe PlayStation 5, but yeah. there, uh, there has to be a point that they, uh, they need to just, you know rip that band-aid off where the game's clearly being held back like that or oh, the, 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 like the last gen version is just not going to even be worth it it's like right. better to just like upset your fan base of that saying it's not going to happen than to let it happen and it's terrible and yeah. they get probably even angrier at that point so i mean it's probably it's the lesser of two evils with that choice so also it just means like as you said, Huber, the game will probably end up being better for it. I mean, not not saying it's going to be a good game, but yeah. it'll probably be better than what it would have been Focus if it was fewer yeah.
3: versions, yeah. for sure.
2: Yeah,
1: Huber, this week, we learned the truth, the truth. about Duke Nukem Forever. Oh,
3: <laughs>
4: oh
1: yeah. So Ooh. what happened is a, a build of Duke Nukem Forever from 2001.
3: You have no idea how many times I watched that trailer. At the time when it came out. That yeah. was like my favorite trailer of all time. I watched it on repeat all the time. It's like in my brain. That vending machine. It was like, vending machine. You can buy things out of the vending machine. Yeah. So cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love that trailer.
1: Yeah. So the, so the, a build from 2001 leaked uh, running on Unreal Engine 1, <laughs> uh, which then prompted... <laughs> Scott Miller of Apogee Software to publish a blog post titled "The Truth About DNF," providing a timeline of the game's messy development history. And it's what's interesting is you would expect this to be some gigantic thing, <laughs> and and he really just sums it up pretty quickly, um, cuts right to it. Yeah. And uh, he says, uh, looks like someone leaked a build of Duke Nukem Forever from 2001. Anyone expecting much of a playable game will be disappointed. (laughs) 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 The game's brilliant trailer from that period definitely overrepresented what was actually playable in the game.
3: God, it was so good. (laughs) It was so good, the trailer. Oh, my God. Now here's where he he goes on to rant. My (laughs) hype was
1: next level. (laughs) DNF is the game that destroyed... 3D Realms, mm. and ended up getting the company sold to an investor in Denmark, where it's still based. While our games like Max Payne and Prey were keeping the company afloat, DNF was a constant money pit for the company, and eventually killed the original 3D Realms slash Apogee. Uh, while I was not part of the DNF project, as a company owner, I had some good insight into the issues with the game's development. Uh, we were always understaffed by at least 50%. Jeez. <laughs> We did not have a good development roadmap, at least I never once saw one, and instead the project was ad-libbed too much. Uh, And then because of the game's slow development, when new 3D technology became available, the project, in effect, rebooted to make use of the newest tech, causing massive delays over and over. I recognize the DNF was in deep trouble back in 2004 and tried to get the entire game developed by a more experienced studio, Digital Extremes, now famous for Warframe. The owner there was eager to take over DNF from us, and we even had the blessing of our publisher at the time take two, but this idea was shot down internally. It turned out to be a fatal suicide shot. In the end, we worked out a deal to somehow barely save the project with Gearbox, and basically handed over the future of the Duke brand to them with the idea that they'd finish the game. A year or so later, it was released. It's a very sad story, no matter how you look at it. It brought 3D Realms to its knees, all of our development team left or was released, And the 3D realm's name is now owned by someone with no connection to our past. And then, yeah, it just kind of wishes Gearbox the best with the franchise Mm. going forward.
3: Duke Nukem as a youth was one of my favorites growing up, uh, especially Duke Nukem 3D.
0: You too, Isla. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm a
3: pervert. (laughs) Of course, I love Duke Nukem. Shake it, baby. Shake it, (laughs) baby. Uh, Pretty,
0: Pretty ridiculous game.
3: Yes. Love Duke Nukem 3D, Duke Nukem 64. Zero hour on 64 was like the third person time traveling one. The old west. Um, but I don't know if the world needs any more Duke Nukem. Right. You know, some It franchi- def- definitely does not. Yeah. <laughs> some things are really a product of their time. And I think Duke Nukem is a prime example of that. Could a new Duke Nukem game be awesome? Absolutely. Do we need it? Right. Probably not. And I know he did make kind of a small comeback in the Bulletstorm DLC pretty recently, which I streamed and went through that. That was a couple years ago now. And that was like a cool way to use Duke in the modern times. Um, I would love it if, if a new Duke Nukem came out, but you play as like
0: his daughter. And yeah. she's oh, sure. like drinking whiskey and going to strip clubs <laughs> and was... like doing all kinds of crazy shit. But like... It's just modern and like yeah. Or like half
1: the yeah. jokes are just making fun of the stuff her dad says. Yeah. Exactly. Like,
0: <laughs> like she it, comes it would, across some guy who's like being an asshole and she's like, you sound like my dad.
1: <laughs>
3: Bossman had like the best Who? pitch for Duke Nukem years ago about kind of like that where he's like over the hill, making fun of himself. It's like there's a very specific way to In do it. In a way it. like old it seems like Kratos so hard.
1: versus old Kratos, right? Yeah. yeah.
3: Just like coming to terms with your past and like fish out of water trying to change. Could, you could do it. Because
1: I do feel like the modern equivalent of Duke Nukem really is embodied in, like, Borderlands a lot, you know. Is true. A lot that kind of, that of crazy, wild humor. Yeah. Um, so it's maybe, you know, Gearbox are the ones that could, could turn it around and make something fun out of it. Mm-hmm. Man. It's interesting you said that, the, the how you
2: speak about the trailer, Huber, oh. about, like, the, the stuff it promised. It was so of its, It
3: was so cutting
2: edge. So was, there's, oh. like, there's that trailer... There's everything about Shenmue before it came out, like the promises that Shenmue made, but differences Shenmue delivered on them. Another one that comes to mind for me, because this is like for me, was Metal Gear Solid 2. Mm -hmm. Because not only was it like the story trailer, but like... All the technical shots, shooting the glass, shooting the bottles, like shooting the fruit. And when you get in the game, you can actually do that stuff. So hearing this truth thing now about, yeah, those might have been cherry-picked things that you really can't, like, there weren't going to be a lot of that. Like, it makes it even more impressive how one of those older games, like Shenmue or MGS2, could do that stuff with that new technology and how fast they came out versus, you know, something like this, which, you know. They were probably right. I mean, that alternate timeline now where uh, Warframe developers would have made Duke Nukem Forever back in like the 2000s would have been been wild.
3: Thanks for praising Shenmue, Damiani.
1: So I don't know exactly (laughs) what the process of of leaked things getting out there are, but apparently the guys guys that have it are saying they're going to release it in June or something. (laughs) So who knows how how many people are going to dig around in that mess.
3: Yeah, trip down memory lane. That'd be fun to walk around in. I, I for years, I mean I was I was knee deep in that development hell waiting game. I was like, please, I need this game so bad. Like wanted it so bad. And then I finally got Duke Nugan Forever. I ended up game flying it actually after all <laughs> this time. Duke Nukem Forever comes oh, yeah. out. I finally rent it through Gamefly. Go through it in a weekend. It's very forgettable. Yeah. It's not the worst game ever made. You know? You can go through it easily, which is which helps really shitty games. Like if a game is terrible and it's a hard to get through, that's when I'm not having fun. But if it's something bad like Never Dead or something,
1: I don't know. I
2: didn't finish the three. I, I got very close to the end and like just said like all right, I'm done with this game. The thing that only stood out to me most was like the remote controlled car parts or whatever. <laughs> totally. Like, yeah, that was
1: like the big standout to me. Yeah.
3: Shrink Ray. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, this past week has seen a lot of uh, financial reports, uh, particularly the big ones uh, from Nintendo and PlayStation uh, for the fiscal year, which ended on March 31st. So we got some figures to go through, and get some get some reactions on. Uh, so Nintendo uh, sold 23.06 million Switch units in the past fiscal year, down from 28.83 million. Uh, 13.56 were the regular Switch. Uh 5.8 million were the OLED and then 3.7 million were the light. It's pretty pretty good amount of OLEDs there, I think. Yeah.
3: People giving up on the pro. Uh. Pulling the trigger. <laughs> Honestly. Give up.
1: <laughs> shouldn't shouldn't have been going for a pro anyways, but yeah. Uh. Uh, and then that brings the lifetime sales to 107.65 million units. Yeah. God. Wow.
3: <laughs> Staggering numbers. Staggering. No, no. yeah. Wow.
1: Uh, for reference, wild. Game Boy has uh, sold 118 million DS, 154 million PS2, 155 million. So that's kind of where the it's stack up is. Getting that Check your rear view, well, PS2. It's, two. Well, it's right behind. I think PS4 is at 117 million. Yeah, 117 so million. So right behind. So it's 10 million behind PS4. Yeah, right
2: behind PS4. You know what? It what it passed the Wii. Damn. Yeah. So you think about how successful that's the Wii mind- was? That's, yeah. That is so utterly mind blowing. That is utterly Five years in, it's already past where the Wii was. Uh,
3: that's the number, Damiani. Uh, that is
2: that is the stat. That is yeah, crazy. It's only five, and it's five years. So, <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, PS2, DS, those numbers they got. You know, they went more than way more than five years. So, it's a
1: got chance. Yeah, it does. that's
3: yeah. has a very good chance. The uh, uh,
1: the plan is to sell 20 million, 21 million in the coming year. So. And uh, Shintaro Furukawa uh, said, there's no end in sight to the semiconductor <laughs> yeah. shortage at this point. So basically, everyone is still selling what yeah. they can make. Yeah. And, and we'll see that with Sony's numbers as well when we get there. Yeah. Um, it, it's, yeah, the, even
2: going a lower number for next this coming fiscal year than the previous year makes sense. Because, I mean, their two biggest years were also like during the pandemic where a lot of people were shifting to like, playing more games, like Mm -hmm. staying at home and and having to deal with that. So the fact that they're even anywhere close to those record years, like for last fiscal year, it's still like pretty good. So, I mean, it is like they're slowing down that forecast. But, I mean, look at the amount of games they got coming out this year as well. I mean, they have a very strong lineup. I mean, and now through next year because now Breath of the Wild – sequel being delayed you know that's going to be like a massive game so yeah. i think yeah they got another like they if they want like another two this year and all through next year they're probably going to be like very strong i'm sure they'll hit that target
1: um and that's something that they brought up too is that you know at this point in the life cycle like they actually still have like a lot of games coming out yeah and a lot of games selling well and that's not been the case for most Nintendo systems, Face, like usually you yep. have that slow back mm-hmm. half, like, after about three and a half, four years, then it seems like Nintendo starts slowing down, and it's like they just kind of yeah. hibernate and get ready for whatever the if next one is their, like, first-party
2: stuff starts to, like, slow down, because exactly, like, five years to the date after its launch, uh, the Scoured Sword, for Wii, came out 2011, five years after, that huge 100 million-plus round st- install base, and, you know, it only sold, like, about, like, something like a three million range of copies, where... You know I have a huge install base, but then you look at something like Breath of the Wild, that's like now like you know, like twenty six something million for the the switch version of it. And it's like just keeps you know, exploding. So I mean software sales
1: on it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. They're saying it's the the highest year of software sales for the company.
2: Yeah, they're approaching. They're like what they say, like eight hundred million plus software sales lifetime I can to see date. The full time, yeah. They're, I mean, the it's not the number one. I, one of the other systems has like nine hundred something million, but like it's very feasible. By the end of Switch's lifespan, it'll break one billion software sales, like one billion piece of software were sold. It's like. Dude, one billion copies of a game <laughs> were sold on Switch. It's like, dude, that's insane. Yeah. Like, think about that. Complete yeah. global saturation. Yeah. Uh,
1: so yeah, so they have a. Uh, I uh, have some some numbers for individual games uh, from the past year. All Pokemon games put together, just in the past fiscal year, thirty-five million units, <laughs> for all of the different Pokemon games combined. Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl uh, led that with 14.65 million. Uh, Then Arceus was 12.65 million. Mario Party Superstars was 6.8 million. Skyward Sword HD was 3.9 million. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, 9.9 million just in the past fiscal year, bringing it to 45 million total. You don't don't understand. (laughs) Mario Kart 8 is going to be. Yeah, Margaret yeah. series should be treated
2: like Skyrim GTA like Elder yeah. Scrolls Skyrim yeah. yep, uh, yeah. sorry Elder Scrolls GTA territory
1: now like play, yep. like it's huge. Yeah. yeah. Animal Crossing When's uh, the
3: movie?
1: <laughs> Animal Crossing did another 6 million bringing it to 38 million total. Metroid Dread 2.9 million which we're seeing is likely the best selling Metroid Hell game yeah. in history. Easily. Um, and then uh, Kirby has done 2.1 million in its first 2 weeks. Uh, and then I've got the full list of everything that's sold over a million. So if you want to throw out a name and see where it's landed on the uh, the million the million club, let me know. What, any games come to mind? Damiani? Right, I mean, I don't know if you had any that you Triangle Strategy, Three well, Houses, Three Houses. Let's see. And triangle
3: triangle strategy. strategy.
1: Yeah. I don't think they're in the million club. Yeah, Triangle Strategy's too soon, I think. <laughs> yeah, it's Triangle Strategy's definitely too soon. Okay. But yeah, I don't see. I Three Houses is over a million. I just don't know where it is. Yeah, well, I don't I really see Three Houses?
2: Yeah, it's definitely over a million. Um, so is Definitive Edition. It just broke a million sales. Redid. Really Which Definitive Edition of what? Of Xenoblade Chronicles and Xenoblade oh. Chronicles Two is the best-selling Xenoblade Chronicles. That's like multi-million. Why not on this
1: then. I don't know why. It's yeah, because their chart, like their chart, the lowest thing on there was was a million. But maybe that's only for this. This fiscal year? Yeah. Yeah, it might be. That might that be the be fiscal it. year chart. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It sometimes gets messy.
2: Um, but yeah, there's. Meetopia 1.6. Meetopia. Oh, yeah. They had the, those. Uh, the, Big Brain Academy right behind it, how too. Those
1: Famicom Detective Club games yeah. do. Did they break a million. It doesn't look like it. Clubhouse <laughs> <laughs> Games, though, did another million. Hey, oh. Yeah. Hey-o, <laughs> Game it. Builder Garage broke a million.
0: Really? I heard. No human being ever talk about that game ever. Not even Don Casanova.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Clubhouse. Clubhouse Games' life to date: four point two million. That's wild.
2: That's a lot. That's great. Um, I think it was also interesting. Besides sales, they talked about the calendar, like the release schedule. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we know Breath of the Wild Two is not this year. They still count Bayonetta Three as twenty twenty two, but something that's not. In the year is Advance Wars. It's right. Still, they just don't. Yeah, they're update. just not giving anything for that. 10. Yeah. So,
3: best title 2022. Kind of like in, Such a good in name. Definite <laughs> delay
2: there. But yeah, Band of Three, they still expect this year. So,
3: Oh, we're making a best title award just
2: yeah, to give it to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Just to give it to it.
0: I have a novelty title <laughs> I want to create just so I can give a special award to um, Stanley Parable, too. Blood, oh, Blood is- won't let us, though, probably.
1: How uh how much how good do you think uh RingFit has done oh, so it's far? Phenomenal. It's 6 million. It's, uh, 18 it's million. absolutely phenomenal. 18 million. We're in the middle. I so mean, it's it like it's like 12 Seven. million, right? 11 million. It did so it did 3.9 this year. 14 million yeah. total. It's doing yeah, it's doing really well. I'm going to be very curious
2: to see cuz it wouldn't be in this report uh mm. what Switch Sports numbers will be. Yeah.
1: That's, they said it's doing well. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how that ends up doing. Yep. Um, and then Furukawa commented on the next gen after Switch, saying, uh, there are currently nearly 100 million annual playing users, and going forward, it is important to consider how we can maintain and expand on that number. This will also be essential when we consider our plan for the next hardware platform.
2: Yeah, this is going to be the entire topic of friend code, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep looking for that with, next week. Yeah, we've got, like because yeah, I knew we were going to talk about the numbers and the Indie World Showcase on that, and... Uh, there's a lot to talk about in regards to like what Nintendo's transition will be to a successor so yeah let's kind of save that a little bit but yeah.
3: <laughs> it's always a bummer having to put your like brand manager hat on because it's like yo 100 million users like what we wouldn't want to start
1: over again right going to ride this thing into the ground it's, but I mean I think that's what's important is like keeping people's libraries intact and all of yeah. that kind of thing. the yeah. important
2: thing is they're acknowledging that like hey it's a positive acknowledgement that we kind of don't want Customers, I think they have to start from square one again with a new system. Like we want to have that care, the, some kind yeah. of form of carryover with the account system and your purchases. Like, and we're trying. They're like, well, how they're going to go about their net? Will be you know that's the discussion to have. But figure it out. Yeah, yes. and it's more and than just think backwards think compatibility. I, I think, also so. think
1: you know they. I think in all of that they brought up the Wii to the Wii U, and it was like how big of a dive that was. Like I think they learned their lessons. Like, like we don't want to do that. Again. Yeah, <laughs> like, good point. So
2: don't call it Switch U. <laughs> yeah, or, and don't make it a like a, a peripheral this time. That like people or if people think it's a peripheral. like, yeah. actually, you know, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just curious, like what that successor will even like look like and stuff. But so that's wild. That's, that's their that's thing a rabbit hole right out. there.
3: Drive yourself crazy thinking about that.
1: Uh, on the PlayStation side, uh, oh. PS5 shipped. million units worldwide to date, uh, missing their target by 3 million. Uh, 11.5 million were in the last fiscal year. Uh, Next fiscal year is looking better, but still uh, supply concerns. And here's the quote. Uh, 18 million units is what we feel very comfortable we can get the parts and components for. We feel that there is a little bit higher demand than that. So if the question is if we can meet the demand, I think we're still short somewhat.
0: Man, this this living in the mid-pre-apocalypse is getting Mm -hmm. to be kind of a bummer, dude. Mm -hmm. Totally. It's getting to be a little bit of a bummer, dude. We live in a dystopia. Shit, yeah, bro. at least least (laughs)
2: Ethereum's crashing, so GPUs are back on the market. Nice. Burn
0: crypto. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's being realistic. I mean, it's a good thing to say. I mean, and it's not like it's... To keep, the, I mean, it's definitely framed for like you know investors and stuff. Like, hey, listen, like we're selling out of everything we are making, and like, but things. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. This year might not close that gap completely, but it kind of feels like barring any other kind of disaster f- affecting chip production, that the fiscal year after would be like, all right, now we can really see what the PS Five is capable of when sales, when it's like not hindered by short uh, component shortage. So. I think it's a it's a good thing to have. It stinks for customers who still can't get it, but it does sound like it's going to be getting easier and easier because that statement's like sounds like the gap's not that far. It's like yeah, that's more, but you know, at current demand, it won't quite meet it. But maybe it won't sell in five seconds every time, or you know.
1: I also think that it it gives the air of like they're trying to be conservative with you know any predictions here. It's like yeah, eighteen million. We're pretty sure we can get that. We might be able to get more, yeah. But let's say 18 million. <laughs> to yeah. Be safe. Uh, play it safe there. Uh, they didn't really. I don't. I didn't really see like a, the nice hardware breakdowns, but they or software breakdowns. But they uh, said first party sales uh, were up 84 percent in the past quarter, uh, which is like the you know the beginning of the year, uh, and then That's they've crazy. sold 14.5 uh, million first party titles. Um, PS4 has shipped 117.2 million units to date, uh, but only 100,000 in the past quarter. Yeah, it's so you can see, like now, yeah, the, the PS4 is definitely yeah, starting yeah. to yeah. to bog down.
2: It does, even though with that's, that, that that slowing down at that, but still, that's a huge number. This makes me coming off their topic with Gotham Knights about the cancellation of the last gen stuff, like Sony's statement yeah. about the like future outlook does make me. Kind of like give pause to whether or not Sony, from a first party's perspective, when they're going to be ready to make that kind of cut right. for this game will be only because I'm yeah. ass- like we saw it with Horizon. I'm assuming with God of War it will probably be the same thing. I think where, they said with God yeah, of War, I don't be, know if yeah. it's actually been explicitly stated or if it's implied that like it will also be cross gen. Yeah, yeah, it's I, so- I, yeah. I expect through any game they have come out through this year, potentially into next year, will probably still be cross gen yeah. until that. You know that the gap of the difference between PS4 and PS5 starts to like grow a little bit where there are more PS5 users because that software sales thing is so important that they leverage that 117 million right now because PS5 is not where it should be, and it's not
1: Sony's fault, it's just right the state of the world right now, yeah, yeah. And and what's really wild about you know the 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 fact that they're just not even being able to meet demand like on all three fronts is. It also means we're not getting any price cuts, right? The Switch has still oh, not no. had a price cut. Nope. Yeah. Nope. nope. Not the PS5 is not going to get a price cut. Surprise there hasn't been It'll a price cut. It'll get a bundle,
3: up. though. It'll get a bundle, and that, to me, is a price cut.
1: Oh. God of War
2: Bundle. Surprise hasn't been a price hike yet. The first price hike.
1: <laughs> there's, hike? There's kind Surprise. of been a price hike, because okay, they yeah. got those yeah. the, the fins that Huber bought. How much those things <laughs> are, like $80 yeah, for the plastic yeah, fins?
3: Like these, <laughs> yeah, I dropped a remote on my white one, and it, like, just a huge like dent and smudge and everything, so I got a black one. <laughs> <laughs> it physically damaged it? It was like a big scrape on it. Like
0: that's one it, hell of a remote.
3: It was it was because it was, it yeah, was in my it was in my blanket and I took my blanket off like I got up like quickly. Oh. And when I did it, it was the remote like went fifty feet in the air. I'm and glad like, no one in the room. <laughs> I, yeah, what?
1: I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> got to get a concussion from you. I got up slipping his blanket. <laughs> send, me,
0: send me a picture of this remote. I can't picture a remote being not a big, bulky enough no. to to scar a PS5. <laughs> I was
3: scarred.
1: Is this oh, gonna man. be a stealth attack in Gotham Knights?
0: <laughs> Throw remotes Throw a at,
1: a remote at somebody. <laughs>
0: Fifty feet. Huber has very, very
3: high ceilings. Very high living room ceiling. It's very yeah. high. Every other room in the house is like really low, but the living room is like a like a triangle. Yeah, every other room is like
0: uh being John strategy. Malkovich. <laughs> and then that room's like a cathedral. Yeah,
3: it's massive room.
1: Uh some other uh, uh highlights from people's various fiscal reports. Uh Capcom is reporting fifth year of record profits. Uh, Looking to prioritize workplace environments. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, and they've spoken recently about you know raising the pay on their staff uh, and taking care of them more and that kind of thing. New good golden stuff. era, good uh, good new stuff. golden era for Capcom. Yo, where's that RE4 trailer? Baby,
3: so <laughs> <laughs> really release There's so much release really the and Village was a big
1: part. of, yeah. of all that. Dude, that-
0: Capcom oh, should R- buy Konami. RE4 honestly
1: so. Much. Konami was actually doing really well based off a of Yu Gi Oh
0: or something. Konami yep. can bite my ass. Yu Gi
1: Oh.
3: Konami's doing fine, just not the way we want. Yeah.
1: Them. yeah. Remember, we- people were going around. Around, like attacking people over Pokemon cards and I bet Yu-Gi-Oh is in the mix too Just Pokemon with the headline. Yu-Gi-Oh yeah,
0: is always in the mix. so someone say yeah. is
2: this true? There's no current way to play any of the Metal Gear Solid games digitally on current gen.
3: Yeah, I know oh, they... Oh, current gen? I don't think I, so. Yeah. If... The if you, you could if you have the HD collection disc, but which that's is physical. two and three, yeah. you could put it in your like your Xbox.
2: But that's physical, but like, yeah. yeah, like it's yeah. so it's starting to get harder. Like and you want to play OG yeah.
3: MGS? Best way is like oh, the PS3 store, the PS1, which classic. is ironic
0: because remember when Metal Gear Solid Five came out, the physical for the PC the disc just had a Steam downloader <laughs> in it. And it didn't even have the game on it. <laughs>
2: that's right. Wait, is yeah. there, is there MGS5 on PS5 version? No, there's not, right? I don't no, think so. Don't and you so. have the so. disc to play Xbox wrong. One, right? Or uh, Xbox One version to play on Xbox Series. Yeah, you can probably do that. Yeah. Get that
3: Xbox oh, boost. Boost it. <laughs> MGS4, Guns of the Patriots, is the one that's like just on PS3. It's the only one yep. player It yep. is right. hostage <laughs> on PS3. <laughs>
1: Oh, no. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Bandai Namco profits are up 50%. Elden Ring has sold 13.4 million. Total? Yeah, so far. That's it? That's, it. That's, yeah. that's that's a lot. The, the,
3: the conversation that's almost as much
1: as Ring Fit Adventure. So it It feels in, like every February. single
3: gamer, every single human played this game. That's one month of sales.
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. This, yeah, these just goes to like March thirty first. It just yeah. feels
3: like a cataclysmic event. This game. It that's, feels in one month, it's yeah. half
2: of what Breath of the Wild has sold. It's lifetime. Okay, there, there, there you is. go. There's the perspective. <laughs>
3: okay, there we go. That's insane. Should have led with that.
1: <laughs> and then uh people can fly say that outrider sales still haven't turned a profit, so they have yet to receive any royalties <laughs> It's like
2: Hollywood bookkeeping for video games, what it sounds like yeah, what I was reading. The, this. The <laughs> like we have interest yeah, yo, the yeah. meters running. Yeah, we haven't like made it in money yet, so we can't pay your royalties. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, so it's crazy that that oh. expansion is about to come out, which I didn't even know was going to be a thing. It is so
3: under the radar. Oh. I, it
1: really just seems to be there to sell that game, just yeah. to, like get enough for this original game to be profitable. Kinda, yeah. I,
3: lo- I like when they do that. It's smart. It's kind of like a, you get to launch your game again in a way. You know, you bundle it, lower the price. Here you now have the full, complete experience with new content. I would
2: not be surprised after this thing comes out that Square Enix also cuts ties with this. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy like because just, I feel like
1: yeah. it was just this. It's just that game's a roller coaster because mm-hmm. I feel like before it came out, nobody cared. Yeah, and then it got the Game Pass announcement, and then yeah. suddenly everybody was on top of that thing, and everybody yeah. was checking it out, and everybody was excited. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Wow, people like Outriders." It's crazy. I like it. Yeah. I
3: like the game. It didn't have an end game. That's what
1: people wanted.
3: They wanted right. that Destiny live they, yeah, service. they wanted title. a live
1: service kind of thing, and it, it wasn't.
3: Yeah, it was like a single player, co op, multiplayer, like. Cam, you go through the campaign. There's not much to do when it's over. But, um, like such a solid foundation. The combat is cool in that game. I really like it, and it's got good co-op. Like Brad and I played together a ton. Uh, I will definitely, I will definitely check out the expansion. I'm gonna hop back in.
1: But it shows that Game Passes into Silver Bullet. You didn't pay it off, you know. True. Got everybody talking about it, got everybody playing it, but it didn't pay it off. But that's weird because it does still feel
3: like, and and we do know this, right? That like every Game Pass backdoor shady deal is different.
1: Like royalties and fees. Yeah, negotiations for sure. So,
3: right, like maybe
0: the contract with the publisher was like, it has to be sales, not other revenue Mm -hmm. or something.
1: And like I said before, like the buzz was so low. Yeah. It almost felt like it was a panic move. Like, yeah. Xbox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Take this, take this, make mm-hmm. it popular. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what their internal forecast is looking like before that.
3: Yeah.
0: We have a giant outriders magnet on our refrigerator here in the
3: studio.
1: <laughs> I think we have a huge press kit that like nobody's taken anything out of too.
0: Yeah, possibly. It's
3: cool. I like it. I like outriders.
1: Well, I'll show you what's in the library afterwards. Remind me. And now, a word from our sponsors.
0: We've all been there seemingly out of nowhere you get hit with an unexpected expense or bill when that happens it can feel like the weight of the world is coming down and it's normal to not know where to turn luckily upstart is here to help upstart powered personal loans can help you pay down high interest debt all online with simple and easy to understand payment terms upstart has helped over 1.8 million customers on their path to financial freedom Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high interest debt, or funding personal experiences, Upstart can help you get one fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Upstart knows you're more than just your credit score, so rather than looking at your credit score alone, Upstart's model considers other factors like your income, employment, and other information provided in your loan application to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate in minutes for loans between $1,000 and $50,000 without impacting your credit score. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Don't wait and check your rate today at upstart.com slash easyallies. That's upstart.com slash easyallies to check your rate today. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com slash easyallies. That's upstar dot com slash easyallies. If you sell things online, you need help. You can't do it by yourself, so Shopify is a great way to do that. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources... Once reserved for big businesses, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Synchronize online and in-person sales and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility. Uh, At Easy Allies, we started out selling t-shirts kind of last minute uh, through an online retailer. And now, uh, we have, uh, you know, our shirts are handled, but like, we couldn't be doing that by ourselves. And if you're trying to do an online company, and you're selling things, you need something like Shopify, because you just can't do it alone. And... Yeah, because success is a million milestones on a forever evolving path, as it says here, which is kind of cute. I like that. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale. Reach customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. Synchronize your online and in-person sales. Gain insights as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. More than a store, Shopify grows with you. This is a possibility powered by Shopify. Go to shopify.com allies for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash allies right now. Shopify, S-H-O-P-I-F-Y dot com slash allies. Free 14-day trial. Check it out. Thank you.
1: And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Damiani got up real early (laughs) to watch the Nintendo (laughs) Indie World Showcase this week. Uh, And then basically said he wasn't doing that again in the future. But there was some good stuff in there. It wasn't mind blowing. It was about twenty five minutes. Uh, wasn't a dud though. Uh, I actually liked the integration they had of the devs in in this. Uh, the The way that they brought people in, it wasn't drawn out. It wasn't too hokey. Like I, I felt like when people tried to be funny, I I I was entertained.
2: The develop I, I liked it. The developers, uh, was it uh agro the crab game one? Yeah, yeah. They're they're fantastic. When, like, they, when he they lifted
1: t- his hands and he had crab gloves on, I I laughed out loud. It probably <laughs> like, was heard
2: on your stream. <laughs> like, I I, wow. I need them to write like more comedy in video <laughs> games because they're like n- n- banter was like the funniest shit I've heard like in a while. And I was like, okay, yeah. they're, they're funny. Like <laughs> this is good. Huh? I'm gonna check out your game just because you were so funny.
1: What's interesting too about the format of that is that they had um they had So they would have, sometimes they'd have like an intro or whatever from from the dev, not always. They would have the trailer, which would usually be really quick. But then Nintendo would actually come in and like talk about the game a little bit, show a little bit more gameplay and explain it. I feel like I have the clearest picture of what we are OFK is (laughs) finally because of this Nintendo video. (laughs) You know, which otherwise I feel like we've seen maybe it too many times, but it's like, well, now they're announcing that it's coming to Switch too. So it makes sense. Yeah. Different audience, different group of people seeing this. Totally. Uh, we're not going to go through the whole thing, but there are four games that really stuck out to us. Um, Under
3: my gunbrella. Ella. Yeah. There hey. we go.
1: Gunbrella. The best. Let's get in there. Yeah, it looks awesome. Devolver and uh, the creators of Gato Roboto, Joint yeah. Soft.
3: Gato so Roboto, I never played that one.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't get to it either, but I know people like it. It seem, seems cool. Nice. Just using your umbrella
2: for traversal. Yep. For like just a gruff old dude with umbrella (laughs) and being able to like parry shit with it. Yeah. And then like turn around. Now it's like, let's go. Gun time, baby. Yeah. Like penguin. And it's like side scrolling, 2D action, you know, just good mood. Yeah. It it just looked fun to play Mm -hmm. and. It just had a theme that seemed to... It's nice because, for me, it sounds really, like, you know, I don't know, like, mean to say, but a lot of, like, indie sprite-based games, to me, start to look the same. Yeah. And so this one was sort of doing something upfront to very quickly differentiate itself. Yeah. So I really appreciated that. Whoever put together that 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 trailer for them, like great. Trailer. And it's like the concept for the game, like really, you know, kind of sold it in sold that short it. time frame. Yeah. Yeah. It's they so they smart. call
1: their their aesthetic Noir Punk. Yeah. Because <laughs> like when I first looked at it, I was like, it's kind of Western, but it's kind of steampunk. But what is it? And then Noir Punk comes <laughs> on the Star screen. Punk. Like, oh okay. They answered it. Yeah. It really <laughs> felt it
3: feels like one of those perfect storm announcements. They're the best. Like that is the that is textbook where it's like Never heard of this game. You see a minute and a half of it. It has a really memorable and catchy title. And it looks awesome. And then now it just it immediately, in 90 seconds, shoots up to my my watch list. You know, my must watch out for this game list. Yeah. So just
1: great. You, use the umbrella to, to glide. You can use it like a zip line on, on, yeah. on lines. Um, you can use it as a shield when other people are shooting at you. And then it's like, oh it's also a gun yeah and and like you're saying I, I think one of the things that makes this trailer work so well is it's just one of those the movement makes it look like mm-hmm. it's feels good yeah and so I'm you know hopefully that is correct but it, it 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 seems like it's gonna feel good when you get it in your hands yeah and that's not always an easy thing to communicate totally uh, and that is oh there's also a crazy giant rat boss thing. Yeah, that thing was wild. There's that
2: and then like, look, it's kind of like a serious story. There was like a yeah. shot of him like mm. kneeling over like somebody. Yeah. and it's like, whoa, Dude. yo, uh, it's a revenge story. Emotions. Or is, like, is that the ending? We're sad? Like, you know, what's going on? Yeah, bonds. Yeah,
3: severed bonds. Seriously.
1: And that one's coming 2023. Yeah,
2: that, that was a thing.
1: Hurts. It's, that it's, hurts. it's a
2: little bit of wait. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, there were Off some. There radar. were some shadow drops in there. Uh, yeah, for now. Soundfall is, uh, it was was out uh, right after the event, and then Mini Motorways, which I think was already on some other platforms. Uh, Soundfall is a top-down, like rhythm-based <laughs> yeah. dungeon crawler. I now that's one that I couldn't quite get the feel of just by watching the footage. Like, I get the idea of it being kind of like Curse of the Necrodancer, Dancer, mm-hmm. but it wasn't Didn't really like, coming no, across so it was to free me. It was free form
2: movement, so it wasn't like in sync with each other. Yeah, movement. it wasn't like beat It by was beat more like, like that, uh,
1: that,
2: uh, No Straight Roads, but oh, okay. not 3D, but like now top down, where like enemies attack with the rhythm. And so, like, you can don't always have to keep track of everything visually. But I mean, this one does it nicely because it's now overhead. Um, yeah, like, I mean, it had cool music to it, and it's like in, in, in a nice concept. But yeah. I mean, I couldn't tell if it played well or not from yeah. that like yeah. video. Yeah. And the
1: mini motorways looks kind of like you're 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 connecting roads, kind of like Old Sim City style. <laughs> yeah. Little this, traffic puzzles. This, yeah. Yeah. This looked interesting. Yeah. That was a fun little one. Uh, not on like the list that I was meaning to get to, but I, I just wanted to bring this up since they both huh? they shadow dropped them. Want to play that one? Yeah. Uh, and then the next one, though, we want to get to is Head. Oh, yeah. This is cool. So this is uh, coming from, like, a single person, uh, Nama we saw, Takahashi.
3: We saw this trailer once before, right? We saw like, something about it before, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: I don't know if it was on Switch then or if it was something else, yeah. maybe PlayStation. Uh, but uh, he started when he was a student. And now he's turning it into a full game. So cool. It has an art style that's similar to like an old Mega Man game, like yeah. Mega Man 2 or something. Absolutely. It looks like uh, Mega Man or like Yeah, more it looks mono, like a Mega like Man
2: boss. Just, yeah, something like uh, Yacht Club would have made or something, but yeah. it's still
1: like Shovel Knight, but like just looks yeah. really cool. Looks and good. then wherever your character goes. Yeah. He, he powers the platforms and the things that he's connecting to. So you know, like you walk over something and the light bulbs come on, or fire spouts, or mm-hmm. electricity bolts down. Some laser
3: puzzles. So well, it's yeah. like Comedy. you
1: use it to like activate platforms to
2: progress, yeah. or you activate things to impede like projectiles that are gonna hit you, mm-hmm. so that you can like time it. But I mean, the best thing about it is it's not just like. Walking around by yourself, you could split your, you could throw your head. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, you have a yeah, ten yeah, second, the best you have, have ten, like, a 10 second time limit. So like you can do whatever you want, but like if you don't get back within ten seconds, GG. Yeah. So that's kind of cool, like seeing like how you could like throw the head on a spot, but then like deactivate. But now your body's got to get back to it. Yeah. So it's yeah, so two, that, that like really cool hook
1: with that. Two
3: never dead uh, nods on this podcast.
1: <laughs> I was not expecting that. head was on Steam October fourteenth. Okay, so it's just now coming to Switch. Yeah, cool. Yeah, so you can check that out right now. Sweet. Uh, and then it's cu- yeah, it's coming this summer. They didn't have an exact date for Switch. And then the next one, uh, also previously announced, is Silt. And this is really cool. Have you seen this before?
3: I don't think I saw this one.
1: Okay, so this is. I don't remember. It. So like a diving game underwater, um, black and white. Yes. They dude, they yes, compared yes. it to Limbo yes. and Inside. Yes. yes. Yeah. And uh
3: yes,
0: yes, yes, Islas yes, favorite yes.
1: underwater machinery. Oh
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, nah, screw this game. Dude. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: so hyped.
1: Uh and then uh the one thing that was in there that they talked about that I didn't know is that you can possess sea creatures that mm-hmm. have different abilities. Yeah. So I'm curious how much of that there is in there. Probably going a ton on. of
3: that for puzzles and stuff.
1: Yeah. And there's some uh some big monsters uh they, one, of, yeah, one of the cool things there when they were talking uh, with the development team is they were talking about like, the artists been drawing everything by hand but late at night. And so that kind of feeds into the creepiness. So yeah. legit. Drawing late so at night. So legit. Reminds me of you, like, you know, blacking out the windows. To
0: totally. <laughs> <laughs> to play
3: Resident Evil, black them out. <laughs> with Hang your mom's
0: help is the
3: other part of that <laughs> yeah. story yeah. that I love. Stack the books on the blanket. But just in general,
1: like, you won't play certain games until the sun goes down, right? Oh, that
3: game like that, that is yeah. a, that is like a, a, a nighttime game for sure. Nighttime, alone in a room by yourself. It's like a crying in the corner of an <laughs> abandoned barn at night
1: game
0: where you're, like, hopeless. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: and then they also said the, the audio designer set up a fish tank in his studio. To record underwater sounds. Nice. Uh, so that's that's pretty cool. And that's yeah. coming out June 1st, right around the corner.
3: Nice. Yeah, they're not phoning in. They're, this game clearly has such a strong vision. Really excited for that. Could be one of the sleeper hits of the year, for sure.
1: And then the last one that I hadn't heard about before, and I was like, what is Damiani talking about? Crab game. Another crab's treasure. This thing is crazy. So it's... Okay, so this is what I came down to. This is the comparison. It's like putting SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom <laughs> together with Dark Souls. <laughs> and, and, and I know we make Dark Souls comparison, but it's like it's very much that's, that's what it's souls. going for. SpongeBob It's
3: Sponge Souls.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a 3D platformer, but then you have the, the, the stamina and blocking and combat, yeah. fighting other crabs... You've got some crazy grapple move, like Sekiro. And there's,
2: like, over, what, how many, like, 20 or something? I might get the number wrong here, of, like, shells, because when you... you, you, They said
1: over 50 shells. Yeah, your
2: shell got repossessed. Yeah. So you're shellless. And when you're outside your shell, when it KOs. So you got to... And there's different things you can take as your shell, and they give it, like, change certain, like, attributes. It's like kind of like your build. Yeah. And, yeah, you go out and try and, like, get better, like, shells and... that's actually
0: yeah. kind of a fun hook. Yeah.
2: It is. It is. They, they showed like a
1: soda can. They showed like a, <laughs> like a soup can. <laughs> a soup can. Uh, coffee cups, a thimble, a shot glass, a Lego block.
3: Fresh brew build.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so that that's pretty cool. Oh, you were using uh, silverware to fight. So perfect. So that kind of reminded me of Fight Crab. Remember when they had like the, <laughs> yeah, the knives yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Uh, um, and then, yeah, we talked about the, the crab <laughs> gloves yeah. when they popped up. The one I feel like you might have been interested in was
2: they've nicknamed it Tabs. Was it totally? Oh accurate? yeah, that one's
1: out on Steam already. Battle as well, Simulator.
2: Yeah. Have you heard of this one, Huber? I think so. It's like chivalry, but you. It's like ragdoll physics, like large-scale fights, but it's like more of an indie-style presentation. Like it sounds familiar different time periods like you have like vikings fighting each other samurai like roman yeah, legionnaire yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds and similar. it's like it's like flat colors on like the 3D models yeah. so it's not like realistic and like it's just like goofy looking
1: yeah. I thought of you Huber when I saw it I was like oh this might be uh, fun but game. they have like, oh, yeah. big groups sometimes too so yeah, I'm not yeah. sure how that works out yeah. like you controlling a whole group or is it more strategy Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah 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 yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> totally good vibes I really want to play this this is a group stream game for sure <laughs>
1: Um, and then what are some other things that there was in there? Ublitz uh, is coming to Switch. Yeah. Uh, also hitting 1.0 in the summer. Um, there's a, a Diablo-ish ARPG called Batora. Uh, Wild Frost, which is like a, a roguelike deck builder card battling game.
2: Yeah, we've seen that one before. Yeah. Uh, the other one it seems like people seem really like uh, excited about, but it's never really. Gotten me that interested is the like, Call the Lamb one
1: or whatever it's called.
2: Yeah, I haven't been too oh, into it. Yeah. It was just
1: a PAX East two people. Yeah, it. yeah,
2: yeah. So some people seem to be riding high on it, but I'm just like, mm. I want to play it. Yeah. Give it a spin.
1: Yeah. So, you know, maybe not the most exciting, but there's some definitely some good games. Here. Yeah, they have worth like a playing. big. They don't need, like, a big surprise game, but they didn't do, like, a
2: big deep dive into, like, a final game or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or they usually do, like, a reveal or here's a big indie game that we want to, like, emphasize. It almost felt like that's what the the last game, because they ended with a montage at the end. Yeah. And they showed, like, a few other upcoming games. And I was like, oh, they're probably going to do the one more thing bit as, like, a joke. And it's like, no, that's the end of it. That's so, it. no, know, Keeley. Keeley's Keeley, got all the good ones. stuff.
3: Keely has the remake for demo
2: on his. How hard drive. big do you think the check from Keely was to uh, Team Cherry to secure that that uh, that Silk Song reveal? Oh, come on, don't talk. About it. We almost
1: got through this discussion without mentioning
2: Silk Song. has
0: oh, got Silk Song. Keeley told yeah. me he's beaten it. Yeah. Yeah. keely
2: has got. It. Yeah, he's already unlocked like yeah, the hardest difficulty, me. the Iron Man mode, one shot KO, like yeah. permadeath. <laughs>
0: He said it was okay. <laughs>
2: yeah. Said the map was, uh, need to be bigger. Yeah. 50 hours wasn't enough.
0: He said that getting the true ending wasn't hard enough or grindy enough.
1: Huber, I don't know if you heard about this, but a Mafia prequel. Yes. Is in development. Yes. So this came out along with. Yes. news, About studio shakeups. So yeah. Hangar 13 studio head Hayden Blackman, yeah. previously from LucasArts. I remember him Force back Force Unleashed. In the day. Yeah. Uh, as well as CEO uh, Matthew Urban are leaving the company. And uh, Nick Baines of Hangar 13's Brighton office is taking over as the new studio head. Um, and then they worked on Mafia 3 as well as the Mafia remakes. Uh, along with that change in leadership, Kotaku was reporting that a new Mafia game is in the works being developed on Unreal Engine 5 rather than the custom engine that they've been using for mm-hmm. the Mafia games. hmm uh, apparently the studio has had three canceled new IP in recent years. Wow. So, they had, uh, Rhapsody, these are code names, by the way. Oh. Uh, Rhapsody, a spy game that integrated music cues somehow, uh, Vault, which was kind of trying to, uh, play on Destiny, uh, be a Destiny-like game, and Mosaic, which would have been a loot-based ARPG. Uh, I guess I'm guessing, like Diablo. yeah, uh, and then they've also been doing support work on projects like Tiny Tina, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this new mafia game is codenamed Nero, and it's very early in development. who knows? Yeah, how far probably
3: years yeah. away. It's one of my favorite franchises ever. You've heard me talk about this all the time. Uh, coming off of three, three was disappointing. Swimming in Sevens though, three three has a great story. And Lincoln is an incredible lead character. They always have such strong characters in, in Mafia games, kind of like Grand Theft Auto, you know, the, the protagonists are really cool. Um, and then, of course, the train wreck that was the remaster for Mafia 2. So it was like, kind of like, oh, three wasn't as good. Oh, the remaster's so bad. But then we got Definitive Edition, the remake of one, which I love because I love the original Mafia game so much, and that this remake really did it justice. So we're on a high note again with Mafia. Do you, think, then,
1: do you think the engine is, is a part of that? Do you think that switching the engine could be what they need to revitalize these?
3: Hopefully, yeah, because it seems like they had a lot of struggles. Like, tech struggles. Like, Mafia 3 was a technical, not a mess, but it had a lot of issues. It still does even... Um, and then obviously the, the the remasters, that's a whole other different thing. So just the way you hear devs talk about Unreal Engine just being easy to use. Like, yeah, sure, dude. And Unreal Engine five looking ahead to the future is encouraging.
4: Mm-hmm. So
3: like definitive edition <clears throat> looked incredible. I can't even imagine what a new full effort new like if it's Mafia Four. I can't even imagine how good that'll look.
1: Right. But then being a prequel, do you think mm-hmm. that maybe one of the issues with Mafia 3 is like even as much as you love the character or like trying to think outside of the box, that mm-hmm. that kind of th- threw a lot of people off to, to, to be that detached, you know, and that f- far from, you know, where the source material was? They tied it in
3: really nicely, you know, like characters from 2 are integral yeah. to Mafia 3. Uh, the main problems were the dev, like I've heard the devs talk about it. They knew some things were bad and they just couldn't. Change them it's stretched so thin it is repeating the same quests over a huge open world like it really goes into that checklist Mm.
1: criticism that we don't like with open world games you know it really falls into that do you feel like that has like similarities because you you've talked in the past about how Mafia has like a big open world, but it's not meant for you to go and check everything out. It's It's like purely background. Yes, and you feel like maybe they did sort of the same kind of thing with three, and somebody's like, "Well, no, you got to put activities out here." Yes,
3: that is that is like what? Yeah, yes, (laughs) that bloodworth. They and like even if you do open world activities, you know they could have scaled it back. It just got into you know, it still retained a lot of what that series is, which is the characters and the setting and the atmosphere. Uh, it's just the direction towards open world as a fan of the franchise to me was was misguided. And mm. even if you have no affiliation with the franchise, just an open world game where you're doing the same quests over and over again is like, that gets yeah. old, you know, but it ended strong and, and it's, I still think fondly about that game, flaws and all. And then of course, you know, like I said, Definitive Edition was such, so so awesome. So
1: There's hopeful, some, so hopeful. Yeah. Now I'm, you know, obviously I'm somebody like I've never dug into the series like you mm-hmm. have. But when you hear prequel, does that yeah, send off is... alarm bells, or does that feel weird? Do you no. have an idea of where that might go?
3: Yeah, because one is like prohibition, you know, nineteen like twenties and thirties, and then two is like the f- 40s, 50s, 60s era, and then like three is like 60s, 70s era. I don't know the exact dates. It's been a minute. Right. But like those
1: are kind of the eras. Two, so, you go through like 30 exactly, years of that life, Exactly, right? yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, so before Prohibition, I mean, we could do an awesome thing where, you know, I, I like when mafia stories kind of tie the old West into it. You know, you mm. start out in the old west and then you slowly get into, you know, the 1900s, 1910s. You you kind of come in at the tail end of the the old west. So if you want to go all the way back like origins of the mob would be mm. a really cool direction to take it.
1: Did you see the last ep- the last season of Fargo? The Chris Rock? No
3: on my list. I started it. it was it's, inter- oh, it's really Ghost interesting the way they
1: go with that that series. Dude, Kirsten
3: yeah. Dunst in that one season legend. Yeah, I need to get back to that.
1: But but <laughs> it. kind of reminds me of that, you know, so it's like this might seem like it doesn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. You know, until you get deep enough. Mm-hmm. But, yeah.
3: I thought they were going to do Casino. I thought it was going to be all about we're going west, we're doing Vegas. So I thought maybe they'd go down that route, but I'm down with the prequel. I'm down for some Mafia origins. Because then you you can tie into some characters too. Like when you come in on Mafia 1, there's already the established dons. You hear about, you know, some of these wars. So it could be cool to go through that.
1: Yeah. Also this week, despite years of efforts to disarm all the nukes in MGS5, a player group known as the Anti-Nuke Gang claims that nuclear disarmament... Is simply impossible. What
3: I thought, I thought it was largely
1: didn't... because nukes belonging to banned accounts can't be disarmed. Oh. <laughs> and so, yeah, I guess that they they found some kind of hack or way to, to try to make it happen, and then Konami just banned one of the guys. <laughs> they've tried to explain it to Konami. They're not really getting any feedback.
3: Damn it! But I thought they I thought it well, was the already they thing, like, whatever. they leaked the cutscene. Yeah, that's right. It. It. So it's never been officially obtained? No. no. Th-
1: right. Wow! And they've been trying on PS3 because it's where, like, the lowest number of users are or whatever. But <laughs> wow! It's, yeah.
3: I respect the effort <laughs> so much. That is awesome.
1: Uh, Codemasters Cheshire has been integrated into Criterion Games to work on Need for Speed. This is the same studio that was originally Evolution Studios who made uh, MotorStorm and Drive DriveClub, oh. then made OnRush... And they made, um, uh, I think, Dirt 5. Yeah.
3: So good vibes.
1: Yeah. What worth. So they've, they've, they've been knocked around quite a bit because they went from Sony. Yeah. Sony shut them down, and then they were in Codemasters, and now Codemasters has been bought by EA. Bringing
3: that MotorStorm <laughs> chaotic energy into an anime-inspired need for speed sounds pretty awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it does.
3: Yo, MotorStorm. Shout out. Shout out.
1: For much of the past week, server issues have prevented many Xbox players from launching their games. Microsoft has is issued a fix, but a many mess. are still upset about the need to have online check ins even for single player games. Mm-hmm. Uh, why is this happening? Godzilla and King Kong are actually now in Call of Duty Warzone until May 25th.
3: I'll stream it. Don't worry. Stream incoming. (laughs)
1: Today, tomorrow, the next day. Very, very soon. Uh, Quote, unquote, the team that deals the most damage to either (laughs) monster during a Titan frenzy receives a special device that lets them unleash the power of Godzilla or Kong (laughs) against opponents. I saw the
3: video of this. I think it's squads only. Mm. Uh. Yeah, you drop it on the map and you like do damage to them and like get and they're huge.
1: They are gigantic. They are gigantic. The screenshots yes. are wild. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Stream like, incoming. Thirty feet tall. Yeah, yeah.
3: this is kind of this is kind of battle royale gimmick I love. <laughs> Sign me up. Shenanigans.
1: Uh, it sounds like Xbox is planning to launch a cloud streaming device by summer 2023. Just like a little, like a little Google thing hook up to TV on USB. Mm. Uh, and they're also working to get a uh, Game Pass uh, streaming app directly installed on Samsung TVs. So you just flip on the app and start playing games.
3: Wow. Jeez. You don't even need an Xbox anymore? It's crazy. Mm-hmm. What kind of world are we living in? <laughs> you don't even need the box.
1: You need a good internet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yes, you yes. do need very good internet. Yes,
3: and probably a really good Samsung TV.
1: After 30 years, EA has officially cut ties with FIFA after summer 2023, soccer games from the publisher will be titled EA Sports FC. It was previously reported that FIFA had wanted to double their licensing licensing fee to one billion dollars per every four years.
3: Whoa! <laughs> I mean, it makes.
0: I'm sure it would make that but so yeah. much.
1: Yeah. Despite needing to find a new partner, FIFA maintains that whichever soccer games have their name on it will be the best ones on the market. <laughs> 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 oh, oh man.
0: Do you think someone else is gonna foot yes, that bill? Absolutely. But then they have to put in so much into like making an entirely new Someone
1: like Embracer Tencent will probably oh, try to yeah. take a crack at it. I bet. Yeah. I well I, oh, you know, Konami still have their games going. I wonder they if can't afford, that yeah. or, no, they can't afford Pro I can't that imagine that but that's the funny thing, is like now that they have to get a partner, well they're price lower for that partner. I don't know.
3: So wait, I'm i I'm confused, though. Help me out here. FIFA. Yeah. What dev is it? Or is it like you they would just the a new dev would partner with the FIFA license so right. they get the license. Right. Yeah. Okay. He has okay.
1: hundreds of licensing yeah, yeah, deals yeah, yeah. to make this game happen. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. But FIFA like is one NFL, of them, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: I got
3: it. Yeah. yeah. I mean we are living in a in a studio acquisition era. Or like a light, le- you know, I, yeah. I feel like if it's like Microsoft or someone just like got that, that'd be so huge. I don't
1: know. Yeah. It's just, there's not a lot of extra sports developers out there. Yeah. So yeah.
2: yeah I mean, true. It's, it's who, wild who to think somebody the learning the those lessons. And the leading ones already are not yeah. going to be doing it. So mm-hmm. in EA and Konami. So who else do you turn to? So yeah. Sony, you to like Sam- much- 2K, Sony, San Diego is locked 2K up. 2K could, could go for it. <sighs> baseball. If anyone.
1: Yeah. But I don't I don't think they will. Yeah, I don't, I don't think, think so they either. Will. That's a that's a tall order. Wild. Starfield and Redfall have been delayed to the first half of twenty twenty three, but no we'll probably yeah, see them at Summer shocker. Game Fest. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I thought someone said. They, I thought they confirmed it. Yeah. Actually, will yeah, be showing. I, I, well, I
1: think they yeah. said that it'll be soon. But yeah, they didn't maybe not. That it'll we don't know if it's at showcase. Game Fest
2: 100, but they said we will be showing it off though in the near future. So probably that it's Bethesda not, event. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. know they, yeah. they confirmed yeah, it was yeah. going to be at the yeah, Bethesda. Event. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That was it. Duh, yeah.
1: duh. That they was did it. confirm it. Yes, they confirmed okay. it. The okay. Yeah. I thought. I thought they had not confirmed it, but then people said it. Yeah, it's going to be at that.
2: Oh, maybe that was just the headline. So maybe someone jumped the gun on it. If you actually dove into it, but. Getting to the point, they probably are showing it next yeah, month.
3: Yeah. yeah, that'll be nice. That'll be fun to see. I'm excited to see it.
2: Actual gameplay this time. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. Yeah, I to see, so. Like, what is it? Show I sure hope so. Hope so. <laughs> For both of those games, please.
1: <laughs> uh, Dead Space is going to launch on January 27th. That remake. That January window. They've been they've been doing Smart. little dev diaries. Yep. I I skimmed through that. I was like, are we going to talk about that today? And I, I looked at that video and like, yeah. oh, this is just like moving assets around in the engine and showing how lighting works and stuff. I don't think I need to worry about it today. Yeah. Uh, but they are going to show more later. So they're going to show like a real gameplay thing Keeley's already in a few it. months. Oh, I'm sure he has. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keely will play things that don't have anything to do with anything he's going to show off. He'll just visit his studio and play everything. <laughs> uh, and quote, this is not a joke. Eve cross Microsoft Excel is happening. Soon you'll be able to transport in-game data directly into Excel spreadsheets in space, made easy.
0: I love this, dude.
1: <laughs> they embraced. People they embracing embraced the
0: it. meme, dude. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Eve Online spreadsheets. Yes.
1: It's time for love and respect. <laughs> love and respect <laughs> from Kristen G Rosario. Greetings, allies. Greetings. What has been a video game you've enjoyed where there was a mission so difficult that once you completed it, you never wanted to do it again? I asked because about a month ago, I completed one of the most difficult things I have ever had to do in a video game. What is it, you may ask? Is it beating a difficult boss in a Soulsborne game? No. The most difficult thing I have had to do in a video game recently is to complete the trolley and turbo trolley missions in Tomba 2. The mission involves having to make it to the end of the tracks via a minecart at a set time so a bucket of cement doesn't solidify. I'm not joking. They require you to navigate caverns in a trolley that's careening down the tracks without tipping over because of the speed. I just barely managed to complete these missions. The first in under 24 milliseconds, and the second in just under four. I think from the like target yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. After spending hours on them, I love this game, but I hope to never have to do those missions again.
0: The challenge room, challenge room, and the witness.
1: Oh, sure, yeah, that's a rough, rough one. Off the top of your head, anything?
3: Uh, old GTA games have some ludicrously hard missions uh, yeah. ludicrous
2: oh, so annoying sometimes Brutally man. so hard easy one. to fail them too so easy oh. to
3: fail started over from scratch some of those I mean I think of the one in uh, Vice City when they like raid your mansion that one's really tough the helicopter one yeah, you the, gotta hell, carry yep, them exactly yep, that so one was annoying. a nightmare yeah.
2: oh man some of those
3: missions are just not good
1: yeah. Uh,
3: also, I gave up on uh, Tetris Effect. Blood. We need some redemption. Yeah, we're
1: gonna we're gonna we're gonna get that thing care I'm oh, a terrible it? Tetris oh, player. I am yeah, yeah, it. it. just terrible. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But that's yeah, not like a, a mission. That's the true, thing. Like, I feel like,
3: and I, it was still fun, even though I was failing. Yeah, yeah. I was like,
2: whatever. I feel like I've had several of these. <laughs> nothing's coming to mind at right. the top of my head. Where like there's something. I like, this sucks. I'm yeah. never doing this again. Yeah. The one. the fourteen. Anything? Well, that's not missions like yeah. this. That those are bosses. We're talking, yeah. Like a oh, mission. Yeah, I think mission. a boss. If you don't want to do it again because yeah. it was so
1: hard, I think a boss could
2: well, count. The
1: Elden Ring, but <laughs> <laughs> but I did do it again anyway. <laughs>
2: but I was still you annoyed maniac. at it. But I was still annoyed at it. Just reaffirmed I should not have tried it again. <laughs> Bail
1: out. Uh, the one I was thinking of though. Uh, because I'm prepping for the the stream next week though is uh, F0GX. Oh, here we go. Yes. And I think it's like the second story mission is actually the worst out of the whole game. Like Captain Falcon like walks into some back alley garage, sits down in a simulator of the Blue Falcon, and then like you've got to like pass through all of these gates in just like the perfect timing yep. and it's just that, it that sounds so one. simple, and it just completely oh my God, brutal. A good one, Blood. Th- all, all those story missions, I mean, they're all hard, they all suck. But that one is the, just the worst. That one is pretty bad. <laughs> that's
0: the, a good one, Blood. Similar to, but I guess opposite of this is not the stuff that's not difficult, but the stuff that you just have to get through to like get to the good stuff. Like the first four hours of uh, Red Dead Redemption Two, or whatever, mm. like tu- or like tutorials in general, right, where it's right. like, I want to do the fun part. But I gotta get through the tutorial first. Yeah, I love sorry, Huey. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, I feel like you, you love the snow. no shade. Yeah. No shade. It was just the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah. With a lengthy tutorial. It
3: lengthy tutorials. Lengthy. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Top ten lengthy tutorials.
0: On the, on the flip
1: side, you could play Far Cry Blood Dragon. Just do the tutorial, and then you're done you're out
0: cuz you get the whole idea cuz it's so
1: funny yeah um, yeah
0: <laughs> i sometimes i like i've got to be in the right mood to start a new game like we were streaming the other day and i feel like i didn't give songs of conquest a, a good shot oh, cuz sure. like my brain just couldn't read
1: oh a strategy game uh, just, yeah, like, just like last second uh, jump in yeah <laughs> live on stream
0: yeah I know.
1: from jason wojnar what is the pivotal moment in your early life that changed and defined your path in gaming. I recently discovered that the Christmas we got our PlayStation in 1998, my brother had originally asked for an N64, but changed his mind after seeing Tekken 3 on display at a store. Fun. The irony? We never got Tekken 3 on the original PlayStation, (laughs) even though we got the PS1, and it was the sole reason we did. If we had gotten the N64 instead, like on his original wish list, it's likely we would have gotten the GameCube and Wii later on. Perhaps only getting into PlayStation as adults, if ever.
3: I've told this story one million times. It's uh, Mortal Kombat on the Genesis because it had blood. was the definitive reason I got Sega Genesis over Super Nintendo, which turned out to be a blessing because Super Nintendo was the only console I missed, which does suck. It's one of the best of all time. I never had one at the time. Fortunately, I played, like, Link to the Past with Brad all the time, yeah. you know, so I got that Yeah, fix. you
1: at least had somebody close yeah. to that, yeah.
3: But because I had Genesis, then I was into to Dreamcast, and that's, you know, all Shenmue and all that. So I'm I'm glad I got that.
0: Yeah, and I was a, I was a PlayStation girl. Like, the Wojnarz, I never had a Nintendo until the Wii, I guess. I had an SP, but yeah. Very different path.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was trying to get a PlayStation... For the original one, uh all the like the the magazine stuff that I was able to like read made me really excited for a PlayStation, and this was like you know ninety five you know around then, and like N sixty four stuff was like here and there, but it seemed like so far off. Yeah. But like the the moment was uh, Toys R Us had kiosks to play N sixty four starting in like yeah. ninety like you know.
1: Some point, yeah. I remember playing. I want to say they were like two months early. Yeah, like they were July or August or something, and it came out in September. Yeah, I, I, I was like really like
2: hell bent on that. It was twofold. It was getting the video of the Nintendo sixty four video from Nintendo Power mm. that showed like Super Mario sixty four in motion. So I only saw screenshots, did yes. not see anything in motion. So when I saw a video of it, I was like. Holy crap! And then playing it at a kiosk, I was like, "All right, uh, all the money I was up for place, I had a thing that said PlayStation Fund this is like <laughs> going on <in> sixty four now." <laughs>
3: <laughs> Same, I went N sixty four. I got a PlayStation one way later, years later. Turok and, and Mario sixty four is just too yeah. op. For
1: yeah. for me, yeah. I think it's when I I, uh, I convinced I could somehow convince my mom to get a Nintendo Power subscription because. A, I didn't even have a Nintendo. <laughs> you know, I like I I I played at friends' houses. I had an Atari at the time and at my my dad's place we I still had access to the Commodore 64, but yeah, the Nintendo was just like something I got to play at other people's houses similar to like the Master System. But the the I think the first issue I got was Mega Man 3, but the reason I was able to convince oh. her was because that's when they started really ramping up like the player's guide initiative. Uh, and so with the subscription, I also got the four player's guides. Nice. So the NES game atlas there's a Game Boy one, there's a Super Nintendo one. And I think the fourth might have been a Link to the Past. Sick. Um, I had a really
3: cool Nintendo Power Super Mario Brothers 3
2: guide. Mm.
1: Oh yeah. It was
3: really cool.
2: Yeah.
1: Those were all really cool. Yeah.
0: Oh, I wonder if I still have that somewhere. Dude, like, I love old guides. Yeah. The Prima guides for Sweetcode and were so good. <laughs> anyway,
1: but yeah, I mean, but that's, you know, it's pivotal like that led to so many different things mm-hmm. because then obviously, I, you know, eventually I did save up and get a like used NES from a flea market and then yeah got my mom to rent me a Super Nintendo for the the year until she finally bought me one for my birthday because she was tired of renting them. And, <laughs> you know, I mean, she didn't rent it the whole year, but, you know, like, multiple times. Uh, and then, um, yeah, and then getting into writing about games, getting into drawing Mega Man art from Nintendo Power and Super, you know, Super Metroid art and other things like that, oh, yeah. Final Fantasy stuff, just, yeah, I mean, just even getting into Final Fantasy 4 and all, you know, it's because of how cool it looked in Nintendo Power. So, heck yeah. That God. was it.
0: Now I'm just like thinking about the PlayStation and like <laughs> PSM and like oh, the stickers I would put on my PlayStation. <laughs> oh, God. I love it. I love it. Demo discs. Demo discs, dude. Yeah. Lara Croft, dude. <laughs> Ugh.
1: Let's play a game. Ah. <laughs> All right, from G the Finger. All right, heads up. This one's a little on the morbid side, Whoa. but... Right in my
3: wheelhouse. Yeah, we're Patron, right at home. Patrons
1: are getting this on Friday the 13th. Oh, it's Friday the The public's are getting this on Sunday, which has a Blood Moon, so we're going to go with it. Ooh. Um, so it's time for another round of Either Or. The game where you must differentiate video game trivia from seemingly irrelevant topics. Below are ten causes of death... And for each one, I want you to tell me uh, if it's a way that you can die in The Sims 4, a way an American president has died,
0: oh god, or both. Oh, sick.
1: <laughs> Great. Uh. Adoration and admiration. I think that's, that's their, their sign off. I'm not exactly it's, sure. It's a like, special
0: what? version of love and respect. Man.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, there you go. Um, so number one, heart failure. Both. So what's the game? Sims 4? So yeah. Both. Yeah, Sims 4, president. <laughs> is this or a both?
3: president eventually dies of heart failure or
1: dies in office? I don't think it's in office. I think. Yeah, okay. has died. Of- so yeah, both is probably right. Both, I think. Yeah, it's it's both. both. Yeah. Nine presidents yeah, say have died of multiple. heart attack, disease, or failure. And Sims can become so angry that their heart explodes. <laughs> Jeez. <yo. laughs> okay. Wow. That's Blood pretty pressure. angry.
0: I feel like I've gotten close to that sometimes.
1: <laughs> Getting shot.
0: Presidents. Both.
1: It's the least president. Oh, wait, no, no, no Just you, presidents. Yeah, you just can't get presidents. Shot I was gonna scoring. say there are guns yeah. in? Yeah. Yeah. Just presidents. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say, whoa, they're guns. Abraham oh. Lincoln, James yeah. Garfield, William McKinley, JFK yeah. all died from complications associated from a gunshot wound.
0: Other than that, Mrs. Lincoln, how did you like the play?
1: <laughs> Number three. overexertion. Both? Both? Yeah. I'll say just the Sims. Just the Sims. Ah. Uh, All right. Elderly prove Sims. Prove it. You
0: can't prove that.
1: Elderly Sims can perish if they woohoo too often.
0: <laughs> That's sex.
1: Yeah. Exercise too much. Uh, exercising too much can do the same.
0: I guarantee that a president has died of overexertion.
1: Sure. I, I, I can't fact check you on that, or something. maybe. Yeah. Uh, electrocution. Ooh. Sims. Sims? 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 Sims.
0: I would love it if a president got
2: <laughs> fried. I was thinking like, it was like, it's
1: accidental, but it was right. just, like, yeah. Uh, repairing objects with low handiness skill or being struck by lightning will invoke singed or seriously fried status ailment. Two stacks of the status will kill your sim. Jesus.
0: at least you get a shot. So you
1: can survive a lightning bolt. (laughs) Ah,
0: Cleanse your debuff. But then if you repair something
1: with low handiness skill, you're Uh, done.
0: Cleanse your debuff. What if you got like a sim that turned into powder and had like mind powers from getting struck by lightning? Remember powder, Hubert? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Powder.
1: Drowning.
2: Definitely the sims. Sims. Both?
1: Any point drowned? I'm going to go with sims only. Sims. Sims. Damn it. Take the ladder out of the pool and wait patiently.
0: Yeah. Jeez. A classic. That's a classic.
1: It's so funny because they don't it's, know it's not that out. hard to get out of a pool in real life, but if you're a Sims, you don't have the skills. Don't live in the Sims world, man. Career
3: enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> Barrier <the> run? fence. <laughs> yeah,
1: dun, dun, the pool dun. fence. <laughs> Extreme temperatures. Uh,
2: Both. Sims. Hang on. Extreme temperatures.
0: Heat stroke gets a lot of old people.
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with just with Sims. It's both. Ha ha!
0: Uh, <laughs> uh, I'm so happy. <laughs> right, it's so weird.
1: <laughs> <laughs> William Henry Harrison died of pneumonia after standing in pouring rain without cover. Uh, and Sims, wearing the wrong clothing for weather, can freeze or overheat to death.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah. Diarrhea. Cha cha cha.
0: Uh, both? I don't know if that's in The Sims. Dude,
3: there's no way a president has died from diarrhea. <laughs> Come on. Absolutely. Diarrhea kills it's more than you
0: Sims.
1: think. I mean, Damiani, get it, get Sims. give it a Sims. All right. President. Ah. Zachary Taylor, after oh, gorging water? on ice water and cherries.
3: What? What? I need receipts. I
1: need <laughs> fruit, I fruit. I seed I need sources. Can I can fact check that one. I mean, fruit can be a
2: diuretic. on ice water and cherries. Grapes will make you real regular. I thought like watermelon was the one that made you crap more. No. I, That's well, what I used mean, to maybe, maybe. You used to eat that before. That's what Civil War was people prunes. ate before. Yeah, prunes
0: prunes, mm-hmm. and cherries and, I thought, and, and yeah, grapes. I
2: always thought it was like watermelon before Civil War battles. So like. Crazy. The med people treat him afterwards. Like you want your bowels completely cleared out, or else you're going to die if you get a gunshot wound.
4: Hmm.
1: Hysteria. <laughs> that's that's Sims, the Sims. Sims,
0: Sims. Yeah, there there haven't been any female presidents. Bloodworth. That's a joke.
1: Uh, yeah, it's the Sims. Becoming too happy can cause Sims to laugh themselves to death. <laughs> One of
2: these days, you're going to die
4: laughing. <laughs> you're
1: too <laughs> happy! Wow, what a problem! Wow. Uh, paralysis. Have... Um. Both. Both.
0: Ah, uh, just president?
1: Just president. John Quincy Adams became paralyzed after suffering a stroke. And the last one. So
0: the stroke, more kind of.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's say. Eaton.
0: Sims. It's just Sims. Has a president been eaten?
1: That <laughs> would be fun, but the it's sim. just a Sim. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, like neither,
0: maybe? Yeah, there
1: is like... a curiously large number of ways a Sim can be eaten alive. What? Jeez. Uh.
0: Can you imagine a, a U.S. president that had been eaten? That is gnarly. By, like an alligator a or a right. pack or, of like wild... like going to a put it past Roosevelt. But, well, yeah,
2: we bring
1: dinosaurs back. Roosevelt you know... Happy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dolan- Indominus
0: Rex will come through and <laughs> eat yeah. a president.
1: Uh, it's time for bets. This week's bet. Dolman. Dolman, Dolman dude! About next Friday. Yeah, it is. By this time next week, we, sh- we should have some form of launch trailer. But uh, whatever Maybe, the... Maybe, man. Dolman
0: yeah, plays by its own rule. Yeah, Whatever yeah. the most
1: recent trailer is, though, how many enemies... Will the players, a player, it could be the co-op player, could be LR. How many enemies will the players strike? So the enemy itself, not the number of hits. And we said the guns don't count. Huber.
3: Six enemies. What, that is so low, isn't it? Six yeah, separate it enemies? I mean, if the yeah. trailer's like a minute and a half and there's guns... It really and there's like a 20 second boss clip or something.
0: It depends if they're going for atmosphere or action, yeah. right?
1: Because I've seen some trailers where like they really only fight one thing and they yeah. just talk a lot. Yeah. 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 Others then there's combo, 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 combo. So, yeah. Yeah. Gamiani, I went lower too. My God. What? Okay. We got the low. We got the low. You've Gamiani. got the low,
0: I
3: think.
1: Isla.
0: Thirty-six, baby.
1: Thirty-six. <laughs> that is a lot. so high. I'm but expecting. But remember the a, birds last uh, week. The birds. She got those birds. I got
0: the birds. Always go with a <laughs> multiple of six. Uh, the. Uh, I'm expecting the classic like, <laughs> cutting to like some dumb rhythm or something in the music. You know, cutting to black, mm. hitting stuff. Like the bodies yeah. hit the floor. Cut
1: <laughs> to that. Yes. I I tried to hit the low. I went four. Oh, uh, but I got boxed out there.
0: If Dolman comes out the gate with a drowning pool or whatever, band let the bodies at the It'd floor be is so
1: perfect.
2: <laughs> that oh, oh, Max Pander, it would be the perfect
0: with a pull quote from a review that gives it like a seven. Oh yes, oh Dolman, dude.
1: My first instinct was it really eight, isn't. and then I was like, oh, that's going to be too mid. Now I wish I had gone with eight.
0: Uh, <laughs> well, we got the high anyway.
1: Yeah. Last week's bet, Salt and Sacrifice came out this week, uh, and I went through the top ten reviews in English. English reviews. We decided a while back to skip this. this, this, this other languages. Uh, on OpenCritic, how many times would I see the word loot. Huber bet. Five times. Ben bet. Twelve times. I actually did go low on that one. She said two times.
0: Not loot heavy games, I figured.
1: And uh, I said six times. We got a total of four loot drops across ten of those reviews. IGN had one. Shaq News had two. And We Got This Covered had one. Making Huber... Our winner. Sweet. Woo! Bringing the scores to Massive Chubs, 8. Split! Split! Malodorous Sea Lions, 8.
3: Arr, 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 arr. A tie, dude?
1: Yeah, we're tied. Oh. We've been, we've tied been neck up. and neck, back and tied. forth on those ties.
3: All tied up.
0: <laughs> Finally, the teams are balanced. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you about patreon.com slash allies. Uh, Patreon is how we are funded, how we are supported. Uh, Basically, if if you like this show, if you like our reviews, if you like anything Easy Allies done, uh, please support us at Patreon. That's how we get things done around here. Uh, That's uh, how we pay for everything around here. It's how we pay for the the vocal booth we got uh, from our fundraiser recently, and we're we're getting some gear in there uh, and uh, everything else that goes on around here. Uh, If uh, you're a patron, uh, you get access to various rewards. The $1 tier uh, gets this podcast ad-free and uh, with two extra love and respect questions in our Patreon feed. There's also an RSS feed that goes along with that. So you get a custom feed that you can just have updated on your app. uh, And you don't have to worry about going through the emails and stuff. But there's emails that get sent out as well. Uh, And then the $5 uh, option, you get it on uh, Fridays instead of Sundays. And then you get to submit to Love and Respect and our games. And then also uh, just tell your friends uh, about the podcast, particularly if you have friends that are like, oh, I used to watch it. No, I don't know. Because we've, we've seen a lot of good feedback. Everyone's been really, like, really enjoying the show the past uh, couple of months. And so you know, if you know somebody who's like, I kind of fell off of it, like what you're telling us, tell them. Uh, and uh, tell people to show up. And uh, at the top of our Patreon, uh, we have three tiers to get shoutouts, and this month's shoutouts are Jabbawabs, El Thanis, Greg the Dark Knight Kettering, Caleb Togi Crawford, Nick, and Anna Shoutout! Shout out. Huber, Yo. you get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you've disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped in your head. And you get to sign off with your trademark. Sign off.
3: I gotta check easyallies.com to see some videos mm-hmm. I haven't been on in a day or two. So let's see what we've got. Little live... <laughs> yes, the Damiani. The assist from Damiani. Don and I <laughs> sat down to discuss the long-awaited teaser. Of Avatar The Way of Water. So uh, check that out. Don and I are, uh, you know, we, we give it to you straight. Tell you about that. Um, D- D- Blood Earth, you kind of stole my thing. To, to reiterate your homework, don't tell one human, not an animal, tell one human you've never told about Easy Allies. Tell them about Easy Allies. One human. It's your homework. And uh, love and respect. See you soon.
1: <laughs> sure.
2: Joe Yo,
3: Yankees. <laughs> Whoa. You, you chose violence. <laughs>